What's up, DGENs? It is Matt here coming to you on Saturday night on this beautiful October evening. A little chilly out up here in uh, Canada, but... Man, it was cold today. Yeah, it was a cold cold one out on the golf course today, bud. Yeah, I golfed a little bit of a um, hailstorm. Yeah, we had a hail was, at one point. Uh, that, was, uh, that was interesting. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't comfortable while we were putting. Thankfully, yeah. uh, we got it at the beginning of the putt, and the uh, the group that we were playing with, because we were doing a three man scramble, uh, ended up putting after us, and they were bouncing around a little bit with the hail on the green there. Yeah, uh, yeah, we still made par, so we're we're good though. What was you today? Not too bad. Middle of the pack, maybe. Yeah, we were one under. Yeah, we definitely left some shots out there, but that's okay. Uh, Bring her back again tomorrow. Hopefully, win our division. And yeah, day two tomorrow. Um, wasn't, wasn't, yeah, it wasn't the best day out there today uh, um, for us, but uh, we we had a good time. We had fun and a couple uh, couple beverages out there. Never uh, never hurts. A few know. bevies, yeah. Yeah, a couple fireball shots to keep us warm. Ooh, those are nice. Yeah, we uh, we warmed up quite uh, quite well after yeah. <laughs> after that. Um, Apparently, you should have had the fireball a little bit sooner because yeah. I did crush a drive right after that one. Oh, so. uh, yeah. You and so, me both. Yeah, that's, yeah, that is true. So, um, yeah, well, like Matt said, we're, uh, we're here um, on, a, on a Saturday evening yeah. um, in and, uh, October. Speaking of uh, things being crushed, uh, you've been crushing it on Thrive lately, eh? I have been doing quite well. Yeah, you've been on a heater of your own. I am on a heater again. The heater is back. The heater is alive. Um, Thrive Fantasy was... Uh, what did I do? Uh, what, what did I do? I, ended up, I, I won first place in an NBA contest. Yeah. Um, fall, Second uh, in a PGA contest. Yeah, so that was a $650 prize on a $25 entry yeah. with the NBA contest. Did already it last weekend, too, on the... Uh, Oh, uh, yeah. NFL. Well, bets. You, uh, this whole week's been great. For it's you. been yeah, it's been a good week, and we're we're, we're up quite a bit, uh, quite a bit this week, which is awesome. So, yeah, first place in the NBA contest, and then um, second place in the PGA contest, which was another six hundred dollars, and then the Broncos paid mm-hmm. off for me. Oh yeah, that was huge Thursday night. So actually, Thursday night was a big night for me. I made yeah. over. Uh, I made I made uh, ten units. Not bad at all, buddy. Yeah, ten units. So ten units in one night. Yeah. Ole. And I only use what did I put in? Uh, combined, including contests, I put in about uh, three. Yeah. So that's not bad at all. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm certainly gonna take that ten times out of ten. Yeah, would you? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Stop so. it. <laughs> um, for those of you who uh, who listened to me with the Broncos, yeah, I was a little bit off on the score, but I did tell you Broncos money line. I was on Broncos money line. Actually, I was on Broncos minus one when they were favorites, mm-hmm. and then I was taking the money line um, afterwards. And uh, I know there was at least one person who I did watch who I watched a football game with on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Our uh, our buddy Roy there. Who's uh, the new one to yeah, fantasy football? The new one to fantasy football, and yeah. uh, he's also new into um, fantasy or into sports betting uh, because of me. <laughs> so um, let's yeah let let let's uh, let's get to the rest of the show here. Um, yeah, buddy. We've uh, students. Yeah, we've got some news and notes here. Um, we've got the Pittsburgh Tennessee game that's been moved yeah. back to uh, week seven, which was the uh, which which was Tennessee's initial bye week. Yep, and. Um, Pittsburgh and Baltimore, uh, which would have been Pittsburgh's initial bye week, um, is going to be on week eight now. Yeah, so 
Pittsburgh Baltimore was supposed to go week seven. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh Tennessee is replacing that game, and since both Pittsburgh and Baltimore were supposed to have their bye weeks in week eight, they're now moving to week eight. So this means that Pittsburgh and Tennessee have their bye weeks this week, and Baltimore will have their bye week in week seven instead of week eight. Yeah. Uh, and we had actually another game as well get postponed because uh, Cam Newton uh, contracted uh, COVID-19. So he is out for the foreseeable future. I'm thinking three weeks. I'm I'm guessing he will be out for uh, quarantining. Um, that one's supposed to be on Monday, but we're still not 100% sure on that. I've seen some uh, reports that it's going to be Tuesday even. So... We'll see if it affects the Monday night game that's already scheduled or if it's going to be uh, played before that. Uh, just keep your eye out for that one. That one should still go uh, go ahead as scheduled, uh, at, le- at least for this week. No, no, not having to move it uh, another week. But we've got uh, several players on Tennessee uh, and coaching staff. I believe it's up to eight players and I think eight coaching staff or nine coaching staff um, who've contracted the virus. So. Yeah, no one uh, fantasy relevant, though. Um, no, not is, yet. Which is not a, yet. So. Yeah, I mean, not not to say that um, the non-fantasy relevant guys are, are good. Yeah, awesome. Good for Yeah, glad it's them. No, obviously we hate to see it. Yeah, but sure. for for fantasy purposes, it's it's a little bit of a relief. Although we'll feel guilty about taking relief, mm-hmm. it is a bit of a relief there. So um, it's um yeah, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, hopefully this uh, New England and Kate and uh, Kansas City game uh, still ends up happening. Yes, um, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, knock on wood. Like that's that's a big fantasy relevant yeah. game. So. What you, what your, I know we talked about Thursday night football earlier. Well, briefly, maybe just about. Yeah, we what, just mentioned it. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what do you think about What do you think about the game overall? So I, I missed it because I was at work, but I was uh, keeping an eye on it on my phone. And you know what? They, they had the over under set at forty. I'm like, these two defenses are just way too bad. And like the offenses are bad as well. But these defenses were just way Bottom too bad. Bottom two to, offenses in the league. Yeah. Well, but we had talked about this before. Yeah, we, yeah they, we did. They played against some pretty good defenses in uh, their first three weeks, respectively. And I thought that they were at least going to hit over 40 points. Like, I, I wasn't projecting what ended up happening, which was uh, what? Was, wasn't projecting what I thought was going to happen, a 20 to 13. 30, 34, yeah, 30, 25, 35, 26. That was... No, thirty four twenty eight, wasn't it? I don't know, something like that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I, I mean, nobody was really predicting that high of a score. Thirty seven twenty eight. Thirty seven twenty eight. There you go. Um, so yeah, that uh, that took some people by surprise, but I, I thought for sure that the over was going to hit. And like, if you if you started Melvin Gordon, Jerry Judy, or Jameson Crowder, you're a happy fantasy yeah, manager sure. even sam darnold had a nice day sam had a darnold, solid, that, uh, that rushing touchdown rushing touchdown exactly yeah troy aikman goes ahead and diagnoses him with a broken collarbone and <laughs> about eight minutes later he's back so i funny. mean and i don't tell you I'll, I'll have to i i did agree with troy aikman at the time and i i did even tweet out from from the uh fantasy djs account like oh that doesn't look good. yeah those, uh, almost, those fast healing broken calls yeah it was one of those fast healing breaks so yeah. we're gonna say that i wasn't wrong and that he just had one of the fast yeah. healing breaks that's all but yeah. in my defense it looked a lot like the aaron Rodgers broken collarbone exact same type yes. of hit 
Exactly. So that's I, I was seeing flashbacks of that, which is why I said it. So maybe, hey, maybe Troy Aikman was saying the same thing. You, you mean you weren't seeing ghosts? No, I wasn't. I wasn't pulling a Darnold. I, those ghosts. Yeah. Darnold's not just seeing ghosts anymore. He's getting sacked by those ghosts now. Yeah, seriously. I saw that one today too. Just tripped over his own feet or something. No, he was a ghost. Oh yeah, it was yeah because like his feet kind of remained planted almost, and like he just kind of fell back. That was awesome. And at that point in the game too. Um, yeah, you, you better believe I got up and cheered for that one. Being a yeah, Broncos better. <laughs> but I, went, I went full degenerate there. So True that's okay. degenerate. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Uh, speaking of ghosts, we had a couple ghost injuries this week where it wasn't really said that uh, these injuries happened at practice. It was more of kind of like lingering from games, but we didn't have any indication from the games that uh, these injuries happened. So uh, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, he, he got put on the injury report. This week, he's uh, questionable for Sunday. Game-time decision, they're, they're saying. Yeah, it's uh, uh, was a little sketchy kind of thing. A little bit. Yeah, no kidding. He got an ankle issue. Uh, I, I'm guessing he suffered it at practice, but he missed uh, Wednesday, and we thought it might have been a de- veteran's day off, but then he missed Thursday and Friday as well. <laughs> so it was, uh, it, it's definitely uh, something to be concerned about. Uh, given that he hasn't been cleared to play yet, so we'll take take an eye, keep an eye out for him. Carolina's uh, pass defense is surprisingly okay. Yeah, uh, it has been it's been okay this season. Um, I, I I do want to um, interrupt a little bit about yeah, what uh, sure. what uh, uh, Cliff Kingsbury did say about yeah um, about uh, Hopkins is that uh, he actually at first he had said mm-hmm. if um, Hopkins can go, he'll go. Yeah. But then. He also then he mentioned that it was still early in the season, and the team wouldn't want to put Hopkins on the field if he wasn't feeling his best. Exactly. So uh, I mean, take take it take it like you hear it. I guess uh, doesn't sound like he's going to play. Um, but yeah, um, but even if he does, I don't know how much if he plays a I, large I would say that snap percentage. Though. I, I, what, what this is telling me that if he plays, he's good to go, and he's going to have a regular workload. Mm-hmm. Because if he's not 100%, if he's not feeling right, he's not playing, which is yeah. what Kingsbury is saying here. Okay, yeah, so you're right. That, that's, that's what that tells me anyway. Okay. So if, if, I see, if I see the Hopkins uh, game time uh, decision and he is a go, certainly play him. Is according sure. to what Kingsbury is saying here, he's not playing unless he's 100%. So, Yeah. Uh, Terry McLaurin also had a thigh injury this week. I uh, think he suffered it at practice, but again, we're not 100% sure. They're not really saying uh, Yeah, it had to have come out of practice. I mean, didn't see anything during that during the game at no, all. No, not me neither. Yeah. And he's uh he's questionable for Sunday. Uh Leonard Fournette is out this weekend. Uh that was a, a bit of a shock for for me. Uh I didn't see any indication no. on uh yeah, I mean that was yeah. I'll have to agree with you on that one. I mean, he um, had an ankle injury. He didn't. He didn't have the greatest of games there. Only 15 yards and seven attempts. Uh, he was able to haul in both of his both of his targets for again only seven yards. But yeah, he was he he was pretty well useless <laughs> <laughs> to to put it <laughs> to put it bluntly. I yeah. guess. And um, yeah, he, he wasn't good in that uh, game against Denver. Um, and now he's ruled out. Yeah, against the Chargers. Yeah, that was, that was weird. We also had Will Fuller uh, pop up on the injury report with a hamstring injury. He's he, fine. Uh, he's fine. He had a full uh, practice on Friday, taking off the injury report. He's good to go, just a little scare. 
there. But again, another one of those injuries where we didn't know that uh, it was happening after Sunday's loss uh, to the Steelers. So uh, Calvin Ridley popped up on the injury report. He is uh, questionable coming into this this contest against uh, Green Bay. Uh, he has an ankle slash calf injury. Uh, and I'm guessing he suffered it at practice as well. He must and have it. That would be this, that would be a huge hit for fantasy owners. Calvin Ridley. Yeah, David. he's been a fantasy he's, MVP. He's, for, he's the number. He's the number one wide fantasy yeah, wide receiver. He's doing great for uh, number. He's teams. number seventh overall fantasy player in PPR leagues. Wow, not bad at all. Uh, so with him, Jones being questionable, Julio Jones still questionable. Russell Gage is supposed to play. Uh, that Falcons receiving core might look a little bit different on uh, Monday night when they, well, possibly Monday night. <laughs> Again, with the Kansas City uh, New England game, that might end up getting moved potentially. But whenever they play the Packers, uh, I was I, looking forward to that game. I still am. I oh, same yeah. here. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, Ridley and Julio play just to make it a, yeah, a good well, I'm, game. I'm good seeing that Julio game. is uh, he's questionable, yes, but he is trending toward playing. Yes, he's trending toward play, playing. I think Ridley is prob- will probably suit up, but maybe have a little bit of a limited we'll, workload. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what, uh, what Monday brings. And then final ghost injury was Alan Lazard after a monster performance for and Green after Bay. A lot of people spent a lot of their fab on him. Tons. Has core surgery, core muscle surgery, and is out six to eight weeks. Uh, that this came as a shock to everyone. I think no nobody knew that he was dealing with this injury, and uh, it was it took everybody by surprise. Uh, so we have some more out players that uh, are out newly this week from uh, from their games last week. Chris Godwin is out with the hamstring injury. Jimmy Garoppolo and Raheem Mostert are out for San Francisco. Jared Cook is out. Michael Thomas is out for uh, New Orleans. Deshaun Jackson is out for Philadelphia. Mike Williams is out for the Los Angeles Chargers. And Brian Edwards is out for the Las Vegas Raiders. And I will note that Henry Ruggs is doubtful for that game too. So Renfro becomes a good play uh, for any of you Renfro owners out there. Yeah, Same he, with Darren Waller. Too. Yeah, solid, uh, solid play. Uh, we'll get you some value as well in DFS. Probably highly owned though because of uh, because of that. But yeah, he is going up against a uh, a tough Bills defense. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that uh, turns out for them. Yeah, uh, some questionable players for this weekend. Chris Carson is still uh, questionable for this weekend. Although Pete Carroll has come out saying he's likely good to go. So Chris Carson's probably going to start in your lineups. I'd still probably play him uh, with the matchup against Miami. Uh, they're going to be up in that game. And even if he has a limited workload, I think he'll probably fall in the end zone, fall into the end zone once, have a, a reasonable fantasy day. Like his upside is probably capped from this injury. And Carlos Hyde will get uh, involved, even though he also picked up or an injury sometime this week and is questionable for the weekend. He's likely going to go and uh, they're probably going to mix both backs in here. Uh, Devonte Adams also questionable. He's looking like a game time decision right now. So it'll be interesting because I, I heard him come out and say that if he doesn't feel hundred percent, he's not going to play. So if he's feeling any sort of twinge or feeling, feeling bad, I, I don't know if he plays. And that's a huge hit because he is the Monday game, right? So you you have to have a pivot uh, in that game. 
at some point. So like, like we said, Gage, Julio, and uh, Ridley are all uh, questionable slash in. You'll so have a couple uh, Falcons that you'll be able to – Yeah. You may be able to scoop up. Put them in your flex spot anyways, just uh, just in case. Yeah, but always better to have them in a flex spot rather than – or um, well, rather than have – or whatever, any, anyway, I don't know what I'm trying to say there. Always better I, to have them in your lineup than to not. Yes. That's what I'm trying to for say. For sure. But get them in a flex spot so that you can replace them with either a running back. That's what I'm trying to say. Or a tight end. <laughs> I knew what you were trying yeah. to say. I just wanted to clarify you it. You to watch me struggle? Yeah. Uh, Julian Edelman's questionable for this weekend. He's probably going to suit up. Uh, Joe Mixon also added to the injury report late in the week. He's questionable. Uh, I didn't see uh, if what what his injury was, but uh, who was that? Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. Oh, that just that's something that just popped up today. Yeah. Um, so he's got dealing with a chest injury. Chest Ish- injury. Issue and injury is not injury, Matt. It's two different words <laughs> yeah, there are two different words i don't know where you're going with that. i didn't know where i was going with it either uh, it's been a long day out in the out in the cold too too long i think and he was just added to the injury report saturday too so yeah that's definitely uh yes. a little concerning <laughs> yeah so not not really any detail uh details around that injury so yeah. just pay close attention uh as we uh as we near kickoff tomorrow exactly or on, on sunday uh, I, I guess it is saturday so uh hopefully you're listening to this before you uh, before kickoff uh, yeah. Sunday, uh, Sony Michelle is questionable for the weekend. He's probably going to play, but probably bumps up uh, Rex Burkhead a little bit more uh, in this game. And I th- believe Damian Harris is going to be back in this game as well. So I might just stick away from stick far away from this uh, New England backfield in general. Stick away, wouldn't stick. Stay away is what yeah. I wanted to say. And stick, then I said I mean, stick twice. Yeah. So I was like. Figure it out, man. That, that to me means like you're like you're sticking to him. You're as yeah, close as I you know. can. I know. Are you are you okay? I'm tired. Do you man. need to talk about it? Well, late night last night. <laughs> Not late enough. I guess well, late enough for me <laughs> because I'm struggling right now. Um, we got Scotty Miller. That's also questionable. Uh, he's got a really good matchup if he uh, does play because Chris Harris is out for the uh, Los Angeles Chargers and Chris Harris has just been shutting down that slot receiver uh, role the entire season. But if Scotty doesn't play, I think OJ Howard becomes a viable option. Ty Johnson? Ty Johnson, maybe. I, I would start Ty Johnson in my fantasy mm-hmm. leagues. You look, he could be a DFS flyer if you need. Uh, I, I, have to, I feel like I have to keep reminding you. Yeah. Anytime I say things, DFS is in mind. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm just clarifying that it's not for fantasy. And our, our, listeners, up- our listeners should know when Miles says something, it's probably about DFS. It's unless, probably about something degenerate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless he st- unless he specifically says, unless I specifically say that it's about season long, assume it's for DFS. Yeah. As well, Jack or Zach Moss is questionable for this weekend. Yeah, that could be some good news for uh, Devin, uh, Devin Singletary owners, right? I, I had read that if he does play, he's going to get limited work as well. Yeah. So I think that Singletary's, Singletary's a good uh, Would you consider play. him one of your starts at uh, running back uh, position? Well, maybe back? we'll get to that in a little bit. Okay. Before we get to that, let's go through some players who are in. Yes. I am super happy to hear that George Kittle is in and a full go and a full go here yeah he's full participation at practice they really just held him out week three against the jets to keep him off of that metlife turf um yeah. we did see that metlife turf uh, get a couple uh took down another t- took down a couple players in uh in actually well no the, no offense was a contact injury 
but oh. he, but his helmet got him in the it's knee. It's the turf. <laughs> <laughs> but his helmet got him in the knee there, or ankle, whatever. Oh, it was. exactly. It's it's all <laughs> part of Met Life, buddy. I was so upset about that. I, I actually uh, quick quick backtrack here. Um, I, I did I did have uh, some props on Noah Fanti. Hit the receptions prop, which was good. I hit, but I also had the over on. Uh, I said he got touchdown, and then I said he had over sixty five yards, and he finished just short. Of no, that. it was. It was was it 43 and a half i think yeah and he ended up getting like 38 or something 37 37. because we needed uh seven more yeah now both matt and i took the over on that and he would have to man and that and then that tim patrick touchdown would have gone to fant like and this was two plays two plays after the fant injury tim patrick got that touchdown yeah for seven yards i think i didn't and i didn't yeah and i didn't even realize that uh fant was out i saw the hit and I saw him go off the field. I thought he was fine. He was still there, so I thought he was going to come back on. And I, 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 I saw the number eight on the jersey, and he was lined up where Fant is usually lined up. And I didn't realize that it wasn't an eighty-seven; it was an eighty-one. So oh. Tim Patrick uh, kind of psyched me out there. No kidding. Uh, anyway, back on to uh, some ins. We've got uh, Debo Samuel, who is in. I'm, yes. I will be honest with you. I'm not expecting a whole lot from Debo Samuel well, this week. Kyle Shanahan even came out said he's not going to have the same full workload that he normally has. They're going to use him back into it. So I wouldn't be playing Debo no. this week. Probably not next week until we see at least one game where exactly. he's uh, I'm, full, I'm, full go. And I've, yeah. and I've been saying this uh, since the beginning of the year, and I believe I'm on record saying it as well, um, where I'm, I'm not playing Debo until – and, and, and until I see a good game out of him. Yeah. And, um, hey, it could be this week. And I, I was almost having to play him in a league this week because of all the injuries and the uh, COVID designations that uh, my team's dealing with. Yeah. Um, other ins, uh, John Brown yeah, of the uh, Bills. Uh, he left last week's game with a knee injury? Uh, it was something dumb. Uh, something something on his Absolutely legs. nothing. Yeah, but he, he's in for this week. Russell Gage, like we said earlier, is in for this week. Jarek McKinnon is in for the Niners as well. Uh, so expect be, with Raheem Mostert being out, expect him and uh, Jeff Wilson to get a fair amount of work. There. So sounds just like last week. Expect exactly. McKinnon and Wilson to get the work. Yeah, And Miles Sanders, who was uh, added to the injury list this week, is a full goal for <laughs> And then Phil Sunday. Wooler. I mean, Will Fuller. Yes, is also in this week uh, uh, after battling off that hamstring. Yeah, we had uh, we had talked about that there a little yeah. bit earlier. Yeah, yeah. So that that's all the players that are in this week. Get them into your lineups, and uh, also get these coming upcoming players into your lineups too. Because it's time have, for some starts. Have you been working on your on, on your? Segments? I'm trying to get these transitions. These, down. these transitions have been pretty good, man. Yeah, first I even, like, I even wrote them into the first agenda like, too. Speaking of. Like, speaking of ghosts, we're gonna. Or do no, this. speaking of crushing it. Speaking of crushing stuff, yeah. my house has been crushing it. Like, damn. Speaking boy. of COVID, <laughs> do you think that maybe it's because I'm setting you up to help you into these transitions? Oh, yeah, I and I also wrote it in the agenda so that you would set me up yeah, for those. You got it. You yeah. got it. I got you. We got you. We got Actually, you. I will admit that you did this one on your own. Yes, this, the, the going into the uh, starts and sits. So yeah. I'll, I'll 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 applaud you yeah. for that one. Oh yeah. Uh, not bad. Uh, I'll, I'll, Just a little, little golf clap. So, QB starts of the week. That's on me, and I am going to start Ryan Fitzpatrick against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Jamal Adams is still questionable for this game, I believe. Uh, and he is the only <laughs> Seattle Seahawk in in that secondary who is doing anything to stop the quarterbacks or and wide receivers and tight ends. So uh, I think this is a 
uh, a, a great matchup for Fitzpatrick. Seattle has given up, I, I believe, the most points to the quarterback uh, so far this season. And now he has faced some good. The, the uh, Seahawks have faced some good quarterbacks, uh, and that Actually, should be the, factored. And the, the player who, or the team who's given up the most points to quarterbacks is the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is Seattle thirty first. Uh, I'm not sure. I just did in, in the research I was doing. One of my starts is playing um, against the Falcons. Anyway, carry on. Johnson, my wayward son. What do you want? What do you want me to carry on? <laughs> oh, well, what? Just carry on. Talk about your people. Oh yeah, your starts. Um, so yeah, Fitzpatrick, great play. Uh, Jared Goff, another one that's uh, got a great matchup. He is the QB eight uh, so far this season. Uh, I'm just going to double check that, but he's been playing really great football. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. My bad. He's the QB nine on the season so far. Uh, playing great football. Had a huge comeback win. Uh, yeah, that uh, almost win. Sorry, yeah, against the Bills last week. That, that, his first week, he only put up 10 points against uh, the Cowboys there. And that's, I think, other than that, he's put up 24 and then 27. So, yeah. <laughs> he, would, mean, he would be up there if he didn't have a rough first week. Well, exactly, right? So, this week facing the Giants, whose defense just looks not good right now. I think. Uh, we're going to see pretty big games from a lot of the receiving options there. Daryl Henderson is going to have a good week as well. Uh, I don't have him in my start set running back, but he should be mentioned in there because he's got a great matchup. Uh, the Rams. I got, I got you, buddy. Do. I got oh, you. Oh, do you have him as one of them? Maybe. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, and my final one is Joe Burrow against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think that... Uh, we saw an emergence of T. Higgins last week. A.J. Green was probably looking to get back on track, and he might uh, catch a touchdown or two. Tyler Boyd's a great play this week. A lot of the uh, Cincinnati receiving core is probably going to do great against this Jacksonville defense that has not <laughs> shown that they're uh, good at covering people <laughs> yet this season. Right now, they're the 27th-ranked defense against fancy wide receivers. Or sorry, fantasy quarterbacks, and I think these receivers are going to feast. Yeah, solid. Uh, let's go through my um, QB starts here. Um, so uh, I'm going to stay away from the obvious. So obviously, you're starting like your Aaron Rodgers, who I th- who is someone who I'm uh, who I'll be starting in in DFS uh, mainly because of the matchup that he has against the Atlanta Falcons and uh, how how strong they are, or and, and sorry, and how weak they are uh, against uh, opposing quarterbacks. Um, yes, Rodgers is without Devontae Adams and he's without uh, Lazard, but he's Aaron Rodgers and I think he's going to do just fine. Um, he is not and my it's start- the Atlanta Falcons. And it's the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> and it's Aaron Rodgers at home. Yeah. So um, uh, that's I not- would like to interrupt this uh, important uh, segment for another important segment, which I like to call Crispy. Oh, oh yum. Oh, yum is right. That's I like that. Sorry, continue. Okay, so like I was saying, I, I obviously um, Aaron Rodgers is a start for the week. My actual start for the week is someone who um, has been struggling. Uh, his name is Baker Mayfield. Yep. So I, I like that pick. Yeah. So all, yeah, he's he's only accepted forty uh, uh, attempted <laughs> forty six passes in his last two games. 
mm-hmm. and he hasn't thrown for over 219 yards in the season. Ooh. But he's going to have to throw this week as I believe that the Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys. <laughs> are going to control the game, control this game if their offense is there. Um, and it's the Cowboys secondary isn't that strong. I mean, no. Russ, I mean, yes, it is Russell Wilson. I'm not going to compare May- Baker Mayfield to Russell Wilson. Russ lit them up. Yeah. Five touchdowns. 400 Matt, Matt Ryan lit them up. Matt Ryan lit them up. Exactly. So I'm going with Baker here as my start of the week at your QB position, who if you're, yeah, you're kind of on the cusp here, you're like, eh, eh, no, uh, maybe, maybe you, one of, maybe you're one of your starters is one of the guys that we're going to be talking about sitting. Yeah. So you might want to swap him. Exactly. So that's my start of the week. Um, who do you, who, who do you got for your sits? Uh, my sit of the week is going to be Derek Carr of the Las Vegas Raiders. They're facing a tough Buffalo defense, and they're shorthanded at receiver right now. Uh, Henry Ruggs is doubtful for, for the game. Brian Edwards is out. Uh, I still like uh, some of the fancy receivers on this team. Darren Waller's probably going to get a ton of targets, and so, same with Hunter Renfro. Uh, but it's going to be a question of if they can get into the end zone or not, and I don't know if they will against Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo has given up a fair amount of points to not as good of teams, but I think that they're going to pull it together here uh, against the, a Raiders team that's looked just okay through uh, a couple weeks here. Uh, another sit this week for me is Phillip Rivers against the Bears. Uh, I think this is going to be a very low-scoring game. Uh, both defenses have been playing pretty well this year, and... Philip Rivers uh, is down uh, a couple receivers in this game. Michael Pittman is out uh, for a couple weeks. He had, I believe, thumb surgery. We forgot to mention him in the injuries as well. We did. I, uh, I forgot to yeah, write him in there. But he's out, I think, four to six weeks with that uh, with that injury. So he's got T.Y. Hilton, but he's probably going to be covered. Zach Pascal, I, I don't know if I'd start him this week in fantasy maybe a dfs dart throw but he should have a, a reasonable uh fantasy performance i'm thinking but even still philip rivers doesn't uh that doesn't look great for him against the bears this week and my final one is justin herbert against the tampa bay buccaneers uh we told you to pick up justin herbert last week uh for our waiver wire qbs and I still would like to have him on my team, especially in super flex leagues. But this matchup against Tampa Bay isn't uh, favorable for him. I think that that D-line is probably going to pressure him quite a bit, and we might see a few more rookie mistakes from him. Uh, a little bit of speculation there, but I'm just not liking uh, the, this game script for Justin Herbert. He might, he might throw the ball a fair amount, but I don't know if he's going to... Uh, not going to connect because no, Tampa Bay's no. defense has been pretty good this year. Keenan Allen, 19 targets. Just keep throwing a Keenan Allen. I mean, Keenan Allen's still a play this week. Yeah. If he's going to get tar- hyper-targeted like that. And if well, he catches it, 10 balls or 12 balls. Hey, I mean, Keenan Allen's going to go uh, 10, ca- 10 catches for 120 yards. That's still 120 yards for Herbert. Yeah. That's, Someone's well, got to we'll throw see. those. We'll see what it, what happens. <laughs> Yeah, okay. who's uh, who's your sit? I'll get my sit of the week. You know, I, I actually contemplated going Tom Brady here just because um, last time he well last time he played without Godwin, it wasn't good. No, um, he had a good week last week, uh, but uh, I I I I didn't end up going with Brady just because it's it's a little bit difficult to um, to sit 
Brady. Yep. Um, who I am going with is is Carson Wentz. <laughs> Carson Wentz. Weeks. Yes, I don't don't play this guy. I'm sorry. Not with that the way that O, no. o- line's he's, acting right now, and he's down so many receivers. <laughs> like Carson Wentz has been sacked eleven. Greg Ward's his top receiver this week. He's been sacked eleven times this year. Wow, that's that's rough, man. Yeah, that's those hits add up and they they hurt. Yeah, he had a fumble last week. He didn't lose it, but he still fumbled the ball. So ball security, because yeah. uh, he also threw two interceptions last week. Ball security is looking like it's going to be an issue for Carson Wentz. He's playing against a solid defense uh, with a with a good secondary in uh, in San Francisco. Um, they're still getting pressure to the quarterbacks, even though even though they're without star edge rusher Nick Bosa <laughs> and Solomon Thomas. You don't have to worry about him coming right up the middle and ripping your face off. No. But uh, no, the, the Niners are still a solid defensive team. Yep. And, and uh, they're, they're... the way that uh, Shanahan has run that defense, even without those star players in there, has been phenomenal. For like, sure. They just crushed the Giants last week, held yeah. them to, what, nine points? Or uh, something like that. Something like that 36 yeah. to nine, I think. Yeah. So Carson Wentz has thrown the ball 47 attempts last week and over 40, actually over 40 in each of the first three weeks because, well, game script. Yes. Is, is requiring that. He only completed 29 of his 47 attempts and only 225 yards. Wow. Right? And he's uh, he did have – he ran wow. off a pretty decent rush at one point there, rushing for 65 total. But he's not a um, – he's not someone you're going to want to start this week. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, you Eagles fans, and I, I know I have a friend of mine who is an Eagles fan, but for someone who needed overtime at home against the Bengals and still couldn't win – that's not someone I'm starting against the San Francisco 49ers defense. No, I wouldn't be either. He's uh, also thrown six picks, two picks in each game. Oh, man. That's, that, he's got, he's got, he's got more too. picks than he does touchdowns. Oh, and he, and the, yeah, that definitely kills you. He's got he's got twice as many picks as he does touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So moving on to running back starts this week. I picked this. Sorry. Oh, I also oh, want to oh, add one more, two one, more, two, one, one more, more kind one of more thing. Sh- you still want to shit on. I do. I do want to. Sh- I do want to shit on some Wentz. Shit on some Wentz. Um, week two. Well, sorry. Week thir- Week one against the Washington Football Team. Thirteen fantasy points. Okay. And week two against the Rams. Twelve fantasy points. He ran in a touchdown that game. Oh wow. Yeah. You see where I'm going here? Yes. Uh, Cincinnati last week. Um, a little bit better, twenty-one and a half. Yeah. Um, he also ran in a touchdown last week, right? Yeah. As we can remember, um, doing better as a running back than a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start him in your uh, running back slot. He's my top <laughs> running back pick for starts of the week. Now, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know about that, but if but, your commissioner allows it, then maybe. Yeah. Um, my actual start at running back this week. I started him last week as my start of the week. He underperformed again. But I was against him this, last week, just for the record. Yes. Uh, Although my running back wasn't any Kenyon better. Kenyon Montgomery. Drake. He can start him this week against Carolina, who has the 31st best uh, rushing defense to fantasy running backs this year. They've been allowing a lot of touchdowns for running backs, and Kenyon Drake hasn't had a touchdown since week one. Uh, I think game script for this game, even if... Uh, Hopkins is out is going to be positive for Arizona. They're going to be running the ball. They're going to be they're going to be playing with a lead, and I think that Carolina is not going to be. They'll they'll be competitive 
Teddy Bridgewater's been uh, playing pretty well. I think he's actually, I want to say, fifth in passing years, seventh or something like that uh, this season so far. Uh, but anyways, I, I, Arizona's going to be playing with the lead. Uh, Kenyon Drake is going to be running the ball a lot, and I think he's going to fall into the end zone this week. Yeah, Bridgewater's up there in passing yards, but his uh, fantasy ranking, no good. Yeah, his fantasy ranking is kind of yeah. trash, but <laughs> that's okay. Uh, another running back start this week. We mentioned him a little bit earlier, Devin Singletary. He is facing a Vegas team that has given up a ton of points to the running back. Zach Moss is questionable for the game. Probably not likely going to be involved that much. TJ Yeldon's, they even said TJ Yeldon might be getting mixed in a little bit uh, to give Singletary <laughs> a break. That's gross. Just to give well, Singletary exactly. a break, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but I think this is smash play. Buffalo's going to be up against uh, Las Vegas in this game, and he's going to feast, I think. Uh, then my final one is David Johnson of the Houston Texans. Houston's had a rough schedule to start the year facing uh, some of the top defenses faced in the league. Top defenses. Yep. But this is going to be a better week for them facing the Minnesota Vikings. And you know what? He didn't, have a, he didn't have a terrible week last week. I mean, he got in the end zone, which certainly helped him. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Um, put up 12 points against the Steelers. Yeah. It's so not bad. If you're scoring a touchdown against the Steelers, you're doing okay. Yeah. I mean, we'll, it would have been... we'll ignore his 23 rushing yards yeah. on 13 yeah. attempts. I, I think that uh, in this game, he's, you're going to see a lot of shallow passes to him, too. Probably going to catch like six or seven balls as well as the. Uh, have the the rushing attempts so i i'm liking him this week hopefully he falls into the end zone too but even if he doesn't i think he still has a good week yeah the, the vikings aren't looking too good so no their their defense this is probably this is probably another one that's going to be a shootout uh expecting a high score i think it's the second or third highest scoring uh over under of the week uh i think it's at like 54 for this this game, game is at 54 yes so yeah. that would be one uh Fifty. There's a fifty-four and a half. There's a fifty-six. And there's fifty-seven. So, so. yeah, and there's a fifty-seven on Monday night. So yeah. that would be the fourth. third highest or fourth fourth highest scoring yeah. game projected total. Anyway, um, let's move into my starts. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you to start James Robinson because you should be anyway, and yeah, I shouldn't I have mean, to tell you to do that. I'm not yeah. going to tell you to start Mark Davis because you should be. I shouldn't have to tell you to do that. Yes. Who? Someone who you may not be starting and who, who you may not be starting in a lot of places because you're just not sure, especially with um, all the injury talk that just came up um, and the competition he has in that backfield, uh, Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. I think Kareem Hunt's going to be good to go on Sunday. Uh, he did practice on Friday. Yes. Yes, it was a limited practice, but he did practice. Uh-huh. So those Friday practices are important. If you're practicing on Friday, you're usually going on Sunday. Yeah, and if Cleveland's going to be down in this game, there's going to be a lot of dump-offs exactly. to the running back. Yes, so Kareem Hunt is someone who is going to eat up all of those passes out in the flat. And uh, he, he, Kareem Hunt's made a career on that, really. That's what he does in Cleveland. He's a <laughs> pass catcher there. So, I, again, I, I expect Cleveland to be down and uh, chasing points most of this game. So you're going to see a lot of dump-offs to, uh, to Kareem Hunt. And it's the same reason that I'm... Same reason I've got Baker Mayfield as my start. So maybe I've got a little bit of a DFS stack start going on here. I mean, you see what I do? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. This is how I kind of build my stuff. Uh, maybe I'm even giving you all a preview of my D- DK lineups. Maybe, maybe that's why I'm starting saying these guys. But there you go. Yeah, he's someone that um, um, he, who's. I, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna see in the end zone. Yeah, I, I could see it. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see it. I also like Nick Chubb in this game too. He's oh, been playing yeah. great. Yeah, you can start both of them. I think. 
Yeah, if, if you have both of them, start both of them. Hell yeah. Do it. For sure. Now let's get into our sits for this week at running back. My sit of the week is Antonio Gibson. Uh, he has been doing better week after week. Snap uh, counts are going up. Carries are going up. Uh, but game script is still not looking good for Washington right now. And facing a Baltimore defense that has just destroyed uh, the fantasy value of running backs. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had a decent uh, week last week against Baltimore, but even for Clyde, it was, uh, it was a down week for him. Uh, I think Gibson, he's probably not going to get involved much. If he does, it's probably going to be catching a couple passes, but still expecting less than 10 fantasy points for him this week against uh, a pretty good Baltimore defense. They're the third best against uh, fantasy running backs this season so far. So uh, next, I've got David Montgomery as a sit this week. Uh, as I was saying earlier, this Indianapolis-Chicago game is going to be very defensive. I think Indianapolis probably ends up winning. They're probably going to get up, and that's pro- why I don't like Philip Rivers as a start because they're probably going to be running the ball a lot more. Thinking this is a pretty decent matchup for Jonathan Taylor, but uh, as for Montgomery, uh, not really going to see a whole lot of work uh, in the run game. Might see a little bit of work in the pass game, but I'm thinking uh, Nick Foles, who likes to go to the slot receiver or tight end, uh, will probably be choosing those passing receiving options uh, over Montgomery. Might catch a couple passes though. And, uh, who knows? Could scamper into the end zone like he did last week, but I I don't trust him enough, uh, especially with Cordarrelle Patterson probably going to be coming in on uh, a lot of the passing plays uh, for for the running back. And finally, my third set of the week is uh, Joshua Kelly. He's been looking very solid uh, throughout the past couple of weeks. Had a bit of a down week last week after that fumble. I think he got that rookie benching <laughs> from Anthony Lynn there. But this week facing uh, Tampa Bay defense that has been great against the run. Uh, Austin Eckler's probably still going to get his passing work from Herbert, so I still think he's a play. But as for Josh Kelly, I, as a, as a north-south uh, rusher, not looking good for him this week. Yeah, I can uh, I can get jiggy with those picks there. Or I guess not picks, but those sits yeah. uh, there, Matt. Um I'll I'll go I'll go through mine here. I mean yeah, I I I'm on Josh Kelly or I'm off of Josh Kelly and Antonio Gibson as well. Um, someone who I'm definitely off of and who I was off of last week and who I am continuing to be off of this week. Uh, Devontae Freeman. Um, yeah. I yeah. Mean, he, he, that's tough. I know that <laughs> the, there are a lot of people out there who are like they they see 20, 2017 Devontae Freeman when the when he won you league championship twenty sixteen or is that twenty seventeen? Uh, I when, think twenty. 13, 15, and 17 or something like 15. that. It's like, it was his first year in the league. 15, no, 15, I think 14, it was actually 14, 16. 15, and 17, I think. 15 yeah. or 16. Okay. I'm going to go with 15 or 16. Anyway, when, when you picked him off waivers and he won you your league, yeah. or when you picked him with your last, that year, where you picked him with your last pick in the draft and he won you his league, right? He's not the same running back. No. He, um, five carries or 10 yards, yeah, against the Niners, but you, you can't, you can't trust him in, in in your on your fantasy rosters uh this yet anyway i uh, will see what the season brings but he should continue to be someone that you're stashing um and if you don't like i give him i give him a couple more weeks stash him for a couple more weeks but if he's not doing anything by week seven you're 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 cutting him uh he was my number one sit um 
Well, I guess that's yeah. That's that's just my sit. That's just that's my sit. sit. Okay, that's good. Uh, I I can get uh, jiggy with that pick too. I mean, I don't think too many fancy managers were considering starting him this week. But there but, were right, there, and there, he was starting more than he should have been last week. Yeah, and that that's why I'm saying it. And you 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 hit the nail on the head already with uh, the Ontario Ontario Gibson and uh, Josh Kelly. So yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, get moving on to our wide receiver starts this week. My top start is going to be Devonte Parker of the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Miami's going to be down in this game. Fitzmagic and Parker have a great connection already, and facing this Seattle secondary that's given up so many points to wide receivers, especially wide receiver ones uh, like Parker. I think he's just going to feast. I'd, I'm starting him in a lot of my DFS and. Uh, the one league, or no, I don't have him in any leagues, so scratch that. But <laughs> starting him in a lot of DFS lineups, uh, really like him in this game. Uh, DJ Moore is another one that I am starting this week. I think it is a get right week for DJ Moore. They're going to be down in this game. Uh, DJ Moore actually s- still, despite uh, putting up some mm, mediocre fantasy finishes, has the 15th most air yards or no, 15th most receiving yards uh, in the league for wide receivers. I think he's just outside the top 10 in air yards. Uh, so he's getting targeted, and he's he's making some big catches. He's just not getting the same volume as he saw last year. But this week against the uh, – who are they playing? Uh, I just said it earlier, too. Who's that? Uh, Arizona Cardinals. They're, they're playing. Oh, they're playing uh, – Carolina. Carolina. Carolina, yes. Yeah, Carolina, Arizona. I almost said Detroit, but they played. Yeah, they're going to be down against Arizona. Going to be throwing the ball a lot. Bridgewater's uh, still getting that connection with DJ, but I I like him this week. And you know what? If he doesn't put put up at least a decent fantasy uh, finish this week, I think you might have to start being concerned about DJ Moore. I'm not I'm still not concerned about him yet, but I think this week is a pivotal matchup against the Cardinals. Uh, and then my final start of the week at wide receiver is Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, like we had said, we think that this game script helps uh, the Cleveland Browns and for fantasy-wise. Uh, I like OBJ this week. He's probably going to catch I'm saying like 6 to 10 passes uh, this week. Wow. I, I I really like him. He's been yeah, hyper targeted and and Landry's uh, hurting. Yeah, and against this Dallas defense, who is allowing a ton of points to the wide receiver position, I I just think it's a great week for OBJ to bounce back in fantasy. You know what, OBJ was someone who I I want I was kind of not not targeting, but someone I was looking for to get at value in drafts. And um, if, if you're going to be taking him on DraftKings, take, this is going to be the last week that I think you're going to be able to get OBJ at the low price that he's at. So that's, um, that, that's I, I can I can be agreeable on those picks uh, in DFS as well there, Matt. Cool. Um, so I guess I'll move, we'll move on to mine. Yeah. Uh, my uh, wide receiver starts. I'll, I'll give you my number one here is... Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I already forgot my number one. That's not good. Figure it out, guy. Oh, my goodness. Uh, oh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. 
Oh yeah, that's a yeah. good one. So uh, he, he's he's a must start. Um, <laughs> he's not Raheem Mostert. Ha <laughs> 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 Raheem Mustard. <laughs> yeah. You're not starting him this week because he's hurt. But <laughs> the mustard king. The mustard. The mustard king. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Marcus Valdez Scantling, um, the, the the Lazard King is out, and this is time for MBS, who did show that he can have a game. He did show that he's um, he's got the ability to play ball. He going can be the, going he, from the Lazard King to the Mustard King. Yeah, <laughs> Mustard. <laughs> yeah, Marcus Valdez Scantling, he could easily be the number one receiver for the Packers this week, uh, especially with Devonta Adams uh, dealing with uh, the hamstring. Um, if he's not. If he's not number one on the depth chart, he's still going to be the clear number two, uh, especially with a matchup against the Falcons, who are giving up a lot of points. They give up the most, the most points to uh, quarterbacks. So that means a lot of yards to receivers as well. Absolutely. I can. Uh, I, I want to add uh, something quickly here. Yeah, I sure. just saw a tweet from Adam Schefter. The NFL is not expected to determine when the Patriots-Chiefs game will be played until it gets back more test results on Sunday. Oh. Um, one source said that as of now, they're playing Monday, but it could easily be Tuesday. Okay. So Good to know. Yeah, Good we'll, to know. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll follow. We'll continue to monitor that situation. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so getting to our sits of the week at uh, the wide receiver position now. Um uh, my top set this week is going to be Darius Slayton of the uh, New York Giants. Uh, Slayton had that big week one uh, and against the Steelers, but this week facing uh, a pretty difficult matchup uh, against the LA Rams. Rams have been playing really good against uh, the wide receiver. They are giving up the... Uh, I just had it here. Uh, 13th? most uh or 13th least uh points to the wide receiver position so far and they've played some pretty good uh offenses on well, reasonable buffalo philadelphia and dallas you know dallas is one of the better ones and I, they, they held them to 17 points i think that new york's not gonna have that many points in this game they're they're hurting right now uh so i i don't like slayton and I don't really like Daniel Jones in this uh, matchup either. You could probably throw him into your sits this week at QB for me. Uh, also going to add in T- Terry McLaurin. Uh, Dwayne Haskins is not throwing the ball well right now. I think he might even get benched in this game for uh, Kyle Allen. And if Allen comes in, McLaurin might be a, a bit better of an option. But uh, I'm not starting McLaurin this week in my lineups. And I don't think you should either because Baltimore is angry right now after that big uh, loss against the Chiefs. And I think they're going to make the Washington football team pay for it uh, on offense. Uh, Final sit of the week, T.Y. Hilton for the Indianapolis Colts. T.Y. has had a rough start to the season, uh, not performing up to the level fantasy managers drafted him uh, and are expecting him to play too. Uh, again, low-scoring game in my eyes uh, between them and Chicago. Chicago's secondary has been pretty solid against the wide receiver position. And I, I, it goes along with my Philip Rivers pick, too. And game script's not going to be in his favor. So, sit T.Y. Yeah, sure. I, uh, I'm agreeable to that, certainly. Um, now, someone who I'm going to maybe might, – might, this one might be against, um, against popular opinion. Um, but the uh, player I'm sitting at that wide receiver position is Justin Jefferson. 
Ooh. Yes, we're all okay. super impressed by the huge performance he had against the Titans. Seven catches for 175 yards and a touchdown. Huh. I don't want to start him against the Texans because he's not going to get the volume that he did. He got he got he he had one third of Kirk Cousins' pass attempts last week, uh-huh. and he's not going to get that this week. No, he shouldn't have gotten it last week. <laughs> no, the, the the only thing I would say against that is I think this is going to be a high scoring game, so I I still think that he well, Texans are good against proposing receivers, though. Yeah, they have been. So far, so far this year. Anyway, again, you know, we're we're three they, games in. Yeah, and they faced some pretty good uh, offenses as well, some good receivers. Um, so I, I want to give you this stat here. Um, Houston has allowed three touchdowns to Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill, Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay. Okay. Only Sammy Watkins had more than fifty receiving yards. Wow, that's crazy. So. So it's they're kind of forcing them to spread the ball around a little bit more. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. Solid pick. Look, yes. look at you diving into the deep end. You know it. There. You know it. Jeez. <laughs> Pulled that one out of your ass, eh? I honestly, I, I kind of stumbled on that one. Oh, nice. There you go. There you <laughs> I, go. I, I'm, I'm looking at and I'm, as I was going through Justin Jefferson's last week. Um, I love it. And then I, I, I then I was started looking because this was for my DFS prep. Yeah. Um, when, when was I doing that? Th- Thursday night think so yeah. yeah it was thursday night i was doing that um and i i saw that i'm like oh wow this is this is neat because i initially i, I had uh because i have the i actually have the, the texans d mm-hmm. in in one of my DraftKings lineups okay so the, and that's what i was look, looking at there so nice yeah i uh not bad at all. I do some deep digging every now and then especially when it comes to you know i my do some money. deep stumbling every now and again <laughs> <laughs> comes to my money i am all for all the deep digging that's funny uh, so now let's get to some tight end starts of the week. My tight end start of the week is TJ Hawkinson against the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I, I like Stafford in this matchup as well. Uh, New Orleans has been not bad on defense, but not up to the level that we're used to seeing from them. And they've, they've given up the 25th, I believe, most points to tight end this season. So uh, I really like Hawkinson as a start. They're, actually, they're giving up the most points tight, the fantasy uh, tight end this season. Okay. Yeah, and you know what? They like some of the tight ends they faced haven't been that great. I mean, faced uh, Robert Tanyan last week. Uh, they played. Well, Darren Waller had a good week. He's a he's a good uh, fantasy tight end. And who they who they play week one again? Who's that? Sorry. Uh, the Saints. The Saints in Week One played. They won uh, against the Cow. No, not the Cowboys. They played the uh, Bucks in Week One. Bucks, that's right. Yeah, Gronk, OJ Howard, not not great tight ends. Yeah, they had a big game. They had three yeah. sacks, two fumbles, or one fumble, two picks, and a TD. Yeah. Oh yeah, their defense played well. Oh just yeah, their like, defense. Just yes. their, their fantasy defense towards tight ends. I mean, Gronk got a touchdown in that game. Uh, OJ Howard got a touchdown in that game. Yeah. You know they they had. Uh, They've been giving up big games to the tight end so far. So Hawkinson is a smash play. He's really coming into his own now uh, in his second year in the league and looking great out there. Uh, Mike Gesicki is another person you should start this week, especially if Jamal Adams is out. Uh, this goes along with the uh, game script for Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Miami Dolphins. going to be passing it a lot, and Gesicki's one of the top targets in Miami. And if Jamal Adams is out, then you got basically no one who can cover the tight end position there. 
finally, I'm going to put in Robert Tanyan as a streaming option this week if you uh, choose to do so. Uh, Green Bay is facing Atlanta and are down receivers right now. Uh, Devontae Adams is game time decision. So if he sits out, Tanyan is a smash play in my opinion because he probably becomes the, the number two target there behind MVS, I'd say. Uh, and, and, well, maybe number three behind him and Aaron Jones, actually. But uh, still, Aaron Rodgers has been targeting him when uh, Devontae Adams was healthy and even last week when Lazard was in. And this week, if both of them are out, Tanyan, uh, I think it's a nice little boost. Who do you have? Yeah. Um, initially going into the week, I, I was all over Noah Fant. And obviously he played on he, – he, he was having a great game until he got hurt on Thursday night. So without the injury, he would have been great. And obviously yeah. today's Saturday, so what I say now about Noah Fant doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I can't remember if I mentioned him in our last pod at all, but – I don't think so. Um, he was he was someone I was looking at. Um, I'm I, I'm really liking <clears throat> Mr. Dalton Schultz. Yeah, that's a solid pick too. Yeah, and, and maybe it's kind of chalky, but uh, he's he's like one of those semi chalky uh, picks. Picks. He's not he's not a George Kittle. He's not a Travis Kelsey, but he's one of those tight ends that you've been starting since Jarwin, especially since Jarwin went down. Yeah, I mean, he's in a great <laughs> offense, right? So Yeah, great he, offense. You see a lot of volume. Yeah. Cedric Wilson had a great week last week. so Yeah, the Browns have been struggling to defend tight ends, and that's uh, Dalton Schultz is someone who I'm really liking. Um, Mark Andrews, CJ Uzumon, and Drew Sample combined for 16 catches on 145 100, yards and three touchdowns Yeah, against um, the Browns. Yeah, that's totally fair. So moving on to our tight end sits of the week, I've got uh, Greg Olson sitting. Uh, I think that Seattle's going to be up in this game quite a bit. Might see a couple targets early on, but down the stretch, I don't think they're going to need to throw the ball to Greg Olson that much. Drew Sample is someone I'm sitting and maybe having off my team by now because of that uh, stinker he put up last week uh, in a in a pretty good, good uh, matchup against Philly. Uh, I, I don't want to start him over a lot of the guys that you have available on in free agency and finally jack doyle this goes along with the indianapolis chicago low scoring game uh mo alley cox has been playing pretty well with doyle coming back into the lineup still kind of rehabbing that injury getting uh getting right from it so i i wouldn't uh put in jack doyle this week either okay i've got a um not this isn't someone that you should sit because you have to play someone like Darren Waller. But I'm going to give you a bit of a warning on Darren Waller. I gave a similar warning last week about uh, Rams players um, when they faced the Bills, uh, especially with uh, uh, with uh, Tr- uh, Tremaine Edmonds and I said his name last week. Can't remember it now. Uh, Matt Milano. Uh, there you go. Back <laughs> back in those uh, linebacker positions. Be careful with Darren Waller. Make sure he's he he shouldn't be in your DFS lineups. Um, think back to week three when New England shut down Waller and he only had two catches on nine yards. Yeah, you can see that happen again against these Bills. Uh, I I I do like Waller a little bit more because of the rugs and Edwards injury mm-hmm. and that's le- but that is less for Milano and Edmonds to worry about. That's true. Right? You're right. Yeah, that's a good counterpoint. Yeah, let, I'll let, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so again, that's not my. If if you have him in season long, you're playing him. You have to play oh, someone yeah, like Darren sure. Waller all the time. 
but I'm Temper saying... Temper your I'm, ent- expectations e- exactly, is what you're saying. Exactly. Um, don't take him in DFS. Um, that's... Actually, you know what? I'll, I'll leave that as my only. Not really a sit, but just like a... Okay. Be warned. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Uh, getting into our bets now. Miles, you've got some pretty big bets this week, eh? You know it. Well, you know, it went, we, went on, uh, we went through our wallets on the last episode there and... Um, we got we got quite a bit of money. Bet, I'm, I'm so. up on you by quite a bit. Yeah, and actually, actually now after we have our bets in, you're up on me by fifteen hundred. Yeah, but I, you've got more risk risked in the bets this week, so That's you could what I do. end up uh, coming away with more. I'm a little bit more conservative than you. Yeah, again, and I, I really thought. I mean, you, you did up your bets from weeks uh, yeah. two and three. I, I, I like I really, staying conservative. I'm yeah. a conservative better. I really did see you going up a little bit uh, higher than this, but. Nonetheless, here we are. Um, I, I, I want to start this start off this uh, this segment of the show by saying that these bets, when I, when I place them, I do place real money on these. They're not the um, may, they may not, not the be amounts the, may not be the amounts that I'm saying <laughs> now uh, on, on, during the pod, but I am I, the, these these do bets mean something. These bets do mean something to me. These do bets. These do bets. These do bets do mean something to me because these are the bets that I am making IRL. Is that the type of bets? We're not doing the cream pies anymore. We're doing do bets. Like do bets. How do we do a do bet? Are we wait for a, 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 a nice morning where you see the do do. No, no, like do do. Shove our face no, in it. No, do do. Not like do. Not like morning do. Well, like, what if like we did do-do. like morning do with the do do? You know, like get a hot steamer. That sounds like off. something you'd like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. the Cleveland steamers. OBJ. 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 We'll have to reach out to OBJ. Maybe he'll be in for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. We'll, we'll get right into it then. Um, so, Speaking of the Cleveland Steamers. <laughs> a lot of these picks that we've talked about, we've sort of, we've prefaced throughout the show. So everything sort of comes full circle here where we talk about our starts and sits, where we talk about um, the injuries and, 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 and all that stuff. It, it all sort of comes together in this final, in this one of these finals well i guess this is the final segment of the show pretty well yeah well i was, uh, I was just gonna i i didn't write it in the agenda but i was figured we could do a dk lineup too oh, we've, yeah. done it, we've done it the last two yeah, weeks might as well do another one yeah sure uh we're what are we we're, we're we're an hour into the show right now and we'll see what we're like after this so yeah. i mean these we're gonna run through these ones pretty quick yeah, we've already talked about these teams a ex- lot so. exactly uh so with my first pick here uh my first pick is the dallas cowboys minus four um against the cleveland browns I'm putting a thousand of our imaginary dollars on it. Yes, sorry, the Cleveland Steamers. <laughs> but I'm putting a thousand of our imaginary dollars on that one. Um, I think this is a game the Cowboys control from the beginning. I don't think the Cleveland Browns see a single lead in this game. And if that was a bet I could make, I would. But I haven't seen it on maybe that Barstool Sportsbook has. They have some funny odds over there, funny do. bets, props, props over they're, there. They got some neat bets on there. Yeah, um, unfortunately, they're only available in Pennsylvania. Yes. <laughs> so I am moving. Yes. <laughs> Once this COVID's done, I'll move to Pennsylvania. Yeah. That is where my my homeboys, the Pittsburgh Penguins, play too. So that is true. We'll, we'll move That's to uh, yeah. We'll move over to uh, Western Pennsylvania. Um, anywho. I've got yeah, thousand of our imaginary dollars on the Dallas Cowboys there to cover the minus four spread, and yes, I do have real cash on this game as well. Ooh, um, well, we'll I guess that. I should go. With, I'll just keep going here. Just this fire one was them all. here's another one. I was I wasn't totally um, thrilled about making, but um, I, I felt like there was an. I convinced myself enough to make it. Uh, Jacksonville plus two and a half against Cincinnati. It's going to be a tight one. Gardner Minshew was almost one of my starts of the week for yeah. quarterbacks. I, I'm, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing a bounce-back game from him this week against the Bengals. 
Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I, I I do think he's gonna do well, which is why I'm putting I'm putting this this game on the shoulders of on the shoulders of James Robinson. But yeah, I, but <laughs> he's probably I think he still catches some passes from Minshew, you know? Like, oh, of course. Even, even if he gets like 50 yards, of or something course. Like that. Yeah, I think Minshew is gonna have a have an okay game, but uh, James Robinson overall gonna carry the game. I do think he is in my DFS lineups. He is a lock in my DFS lineups. Nice. Um, so I like that. Um, so there you go. Uh, Jags plus two and a half. Uh-huh. My third bet um, out of the uh, Seattle Miami game, Miami game. I've got Seattle at minus five and a half. I thought this line was gonna be like a minus seven for Seattle. So yeah, when I saw I could have seen it being a minus seven. So when I saw it at minus five and a half, I said, "Yep, I'm for sure." That's, uh, that's so good. They're going to be up the entire game pretty well, I think. Oh, 100 percent. So I've got uh, I've got a thousand of our imaginary dollars on that one as well. Nice. Uh, my fourth bet. Ooh. Oh, hey, what was that? That sounded nice. I've got the Buffalo Bills minus three against the Vegas Raiders. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised this line is still at minus three. Considering all the injuries in the uh, Las Vegas Raiders uh, offense, hop on that while you can, because yeah. the Bills are going to win by a touchdown. I, I think at, at least, well, like at least, yeah. <laughs> so I've got a thousand of our imaginary dollars on that game again. Um, I and I bet I am, on that one too because it's just yeah too good. I yeah, think exactly. I put seven fifty on it. I believe yeah. So um, I, I I will say that I do have multiple units on this on this game. Um, for, for my with my personal money, not your professional money. No, it's not my professional, not my professional <laughs> fake money that we deal with here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, last, my last bet in is er, is in the uh, chart. I almost said Clippers <laughs> <laughs> in the Clippers Bucks game. I mean yeah. Chargers Bucks game. <laughs> uh, over forty two and a half points. Um, I I I think. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna go over that, and I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like a thirty-five twenty-eight. You're thinking that much over? Yeah, I, I was gonna say twenty-four twenty, but I still think that hits the over, right? You know, mm-hmm. like that's that's forty-four points right there, uh, or yeah, even like a, a twenty-eight to seventeen. Well, or that, I'm like, also you know? thinking you're gonna see a Bucks defensive touchdown too, so that's gonna pat, uh, it, a bit, pat it a little bit yeah. more. Yeah, it's very possible. Uh, moving into my bets, we already said one of them. Bills minus three. Oh yeah, I had, sorry, a thousand dollars on that. Okay, that's sweet. I, I had to put that on the record. Sweet. Uh, Bills minus three against Vegas. Put seven fifty of our uh, fake money down there. Uh, Seattle Miami over fifty four points. I think this one's probably going to be like thirty five to like twenty twenty seven or something like that. Twenty four maybe uh, for Seattle. It's going to be a, a high scoring game. And uh, Seattle's going to end up taking it, I think. Uh, I also put the over for the Washington football team's Ravens game. That's set at 45 right now. Oh, Seattle-Miami, I think I put, what, 500 bucks Or was it? Is that one of my two? 500. Yeah, 500 on that one. Then uh, Ravens-Washington put uh, 500 on that one, too. Or was that You put it 250. Do you want to make it 500? Nah, just two fifty. Come on. Well, because if if Washington doesn't score more than one touchdown, then honestly, I I I I don't think this is gonna hit the over just because of that. I don't, I, I'm I, seeing the Ravens put up like thirty eight points, and I can see Washington putting up like thirteen. I I see like ten. Washington's putting up like ten points. But even still, if that, I think cover. Ravens are just gonna <laughs> just absolutely take it to them, uh, probably gonna see Dwayne Haskins getting benched in this game and. 
Yeah, who knows? Maybe Carl, Kyle Allen will bring them to the 13 yeah, points. He, he, <laughs> that, I think that yeah, that, uh, Rivera is not thrilled with, uh, Haskins, with Haskins right no. now. He, uh, well, we said it in the last pod, right? He's, <laughs> yeah. Not playing well. He's like, yeah, well, that can't happen. Yeah. Not, not <laughs> your rookie year anymore, man. This is not going to work. <laughs> yeah. Final bet is 500 bucks on the Indianapolis-Chicago game going under 43.5. Talked about it all episode. These two defenses are great, and uh, the offenses aren't spectacular. Uh, even with Nick Foles coming in, I think that Chicago does get a bump, but I, I don't see a high-scoring game here. Uh, probably going to see, like like I said, maybe like 20-17 to 17 or something like that. Uh, going to be close one. So for moving on to my Thrive lineup for the week. Last week went two and two with my picks. It's a little sad there, but this week got some pretty good picks in. Y'all got to start listening to me. I, I guess so. Uh, my smash plays for this week. Uh, check to see if they're still available on Thrive. We've got Mike Gesicki with a line of forty six and a half receiving yards. I think that he's going to hit over that. I'm seeing him get like 60 to 70 receiving yards in this game uh, with that Seattle defense being as vulnerable as it is. Mike Kosicki is still at 46 and a half. He's still at 46 and a half? 46 Perfect. and a half. Uh, next, I'm going to have Kyler Murray under 276 and a half th- passing yards. Ooh. Uh, Carolina's defense has been pretty good. If uh, Christian Kirk is the top receiving option because DeAndre Hopkins is out. I really don't like how like the the um, the targets that the, the quality of targets he's going to throw uh to those receivers compared to D Hop who just has that spider like <laughs> reflex and catching radius for him. So I think like I said earlier, I think this is gonna be a Canyon Drake day. Uh, I don't think he's going to need to throw it that much against Carolina. So the under there jimmy graham over 29 and a half receiving yards we saw him get hyper targeted once nick Foles came into the game last week and i think he probably gets another eight targets this week maybe six receptions and at least 40 yards we'll put it at at least 40 yards i'm thinking closer to 50 or 60 uh personally and then finally i am going to have ezekiel elliott under 82 and a half rushing yards uh, Cleveland's defense has been solid against the run. Uh, they're not allowing a whole lot of rush yards, and I don't think Dallas is going to need to uh, to rush the entire game kind of thing. They're probably going to dump off some passes to Zeke. Uh, might get Tony Pollard in there if they're up big uh, late in the game too, and Zeke's not going to need to rush for a whole lot of yards this game. So, yeah, those are my Thrive picks. Go, go take a look at your props that are available and I, w- I would throw in this is another one that's a solid pick to me Devin Singletary over 57 and a half rush yards he's uh he's got a great matchup this week against Las Vegas certainly does yeah so you want to move on to our DK lineup now yeah, let's move on to DK lineup let's let's do that we'll enter a uh, we'll enter another three dollar contest here yeah sounds let's good let's see what's uh i'm just trying to bring some up there's the nfl 1.6 million dollar play action one hundred thousand dollars to first 20 entry max three dollar contest okay okay sounds good so so what, what were we thinking then? well i'll give you two guys uh who i was really looking at in the wide receiver position um who you have to pay up for them but it's going to be worth it 
yeah. is going to be uh, well for me has been um, Alvin Kamara and James Robinson. Did you say the wide receiver position? I meant to say the running back position. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, they're they're two guys I've been high on. I'm high on this week for sure. I would definitely start Kamara uh, this week. He's still at a, a reasonable price on DK. Eight thousand. Eight thousand. Uh, you saw people who were putting up these kind of fantasy numbers at more like ten, nine or ten thousand uh, most weeks. So eight thousand, I think, is a great value for Camara, and he's facing the thirtieth worst uh, fantasy rushing defense right now. So he's just going to feast on them. Uh, yeah, for sure. Who's the uh, other one you said for uh, James Robinson? Yeah, James Robinson is another one I'm high on. I mean, yeah, I, I like that. I would also throw in Canyon Drake if we wanted to go a little bit cheaper. Uh, he was, he was my start Yeah, that's week. true. Yeah, you, uh, you, you do like Drake this week. We, we can yeah. look at that. And that's going to save us a little bit uh, a little bit of cash there. Robinson, 6,500. Drake at 6,000. Yeah. Let's, uh, uh, let's pencil in Kenny and Drake there. Okay, sounds good. Uh, at quarterback, uh, I would put in maybe Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, if we're looking for a value play. Yeah, we're looking for a value play. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick at 5,400 is definitely a... Uh, and we could stack him with Devontae Parker, who's at 5,700. There we go. And let's, even if we want to do Mike Gesicki, too, or TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, you know or, you know what? Stocks are, uh, stacks are... Uh, they're what we need uh, tournaments. That's yep. what we're in right now. We're in this tournament, GPP. So I'm cool with the... Uh, Mike Gesicki stack, Yeah, with too. the Fitzpatrick Parker Gesicki stack. Okay, sounds so good. So let's put that in there. We've got Kasicki at 5,100. So right now, so far, we've got uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick at a quarterback position, Alvin Kamara, Kenny and Drake at the running back, mm-hmm. wide receiver Devontae Parker, and tight end uh, Mike Kasicki. That's solid. Uh, I would go to the defense now, yeah, and I really want to pick the highest uh, defense that's available in the Baltimore Ravens. This is the easiest matchup, I think. For defenses this week against Washington and Dwayne Askins, who is struggling, uh, they're going to get to him and they're going to pressure him. And I think there's going to be a lot of turnovers uh, for Haskins in this game. Yeah, Probably certainly. Uh, he he was turning the ball over like crazy last week, so why won't he do the same this week? Right? Yeah. And um, when I was looking in my DKs earlier, I f- I saw a lot of wide receivers in the mid four thousands range that I liked. Uh, so we could always uh, try and. Uh, gain a little bit more of the salary for uh, this lineup back with some of those players. So okay, sure. Yeah, I was also. I just want to also say that other defenses, like yeah, we got the Ravens in here. Sure, other defenses that I'm looking at are like I mentioned earlier, the uh, Texans D, who um, who who, who, who it's been good pretty good. Play. It's a great value play. They're only at 2,500, almost half of what the Ravens are. So we. We may talk about that when we're talking when we're looking at our receivers. We'll see. Another uh, defense that I've um, I've played or I, I am playing this week is the uh, Buccaneers at thirty four hundred, going against uh, rookie Justin Herbert and the L.A. Chargers. Yeah, I like the Bucks D this week too. Yeah, I, like I said earlier, I I, I think we see the uh, Bucks D scoring a touchdown this week. So yeah, totally possible. So we've got the Ravens in there for now. Uh, let's fill up our receiver positions. So right now we've got uh, fifty-two. We've got an average remaining dollar value per player at five thousand two hundred, um, and, and we've got uh, two receivers and a flex position to spill to fill <laughs> to, to spill. spill. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, I'm a guy that I'm looking up at as a value play this week is Brandon Cooks. He's at forty-five hundred right now, and Minnesota is given the thirtieth yeah. uh, most or the 30th least uh, 
points to the quarterback. Am I saying that right? No, you're not. The they, second they most. Give up the, the third most. The, third the, most. Yeah, the third most. The 30th least. Yeah. The third, it's weird to say it 30th sounds, least. Yeah. <laughs> the third most points. They're the 30th best defense. 30th ranked. At, uh, Just say the 30th yes. ranked. Again, we're almost done, Matt. We're we're getting there. We're almost done now. Uh, I, yeah, so I think he's got good value there. Yeah, um, I think that's a solid uh, pick there. I mean, he hasn't done anything yet this year, so yeah. maybe he's I, due. I would also throw out T Higgins, who uh, had that breakout game last yeah, week. I, I'm not too sure about T Higgins. Not, no. I think he's a bit. Yeah, he's a bit more risky. Yeah. I like uh, Cooks a little bit. Like, I, I've got some Zach Pascal this week too. Yeah, it's not a bad and, pick. Uh, another hundred dollars cheaper. So yeah. I think we've got more upside with Cooks here. So we'll 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 put Cooks in this spot, leaving us with fifty six hundred and fifty. Uh, dollars per position sounds good so looking at some more receivers kind of in that mid five thousands range uh, we got will fuller who if you DJ want to have more uh, i don't well. want don't want to play both don't want to play both uh cooks and fuller so we won't do that yeah uh i, I would go dj Moore here or maybe tyler boyd too he's at 6100 not a bad uh, pick. OBJ's here as well. We yeah, I like that him. OBJ pick. I, I think um, having Odell Beckham Jr. at 5,800 is a solid value. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to be throwing the ball. So, yeah, I, I kind of like to put OBJ in this spot. Okay, let's do uh, OBJ then. Well, this is with $5,500. Um, you've got, uh, we've got David Montgomery to fill it up. Ooh, um, no. who's all, who else is here? C.D. Lamb. I'd, uh, I'd go with Lamb. Lamb's, yeah. Lamb's a solid pick, I think. Darryl, well, Justin Jefferson, Travis Landry, John Brown. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna see what, I just want to do something here and see what it would look like if we had the Texans D and see how much more money we'd have. We'd have $7,000. 7000 eh? Yeah. So then we'd be able to look at guys like Tyler Lockett, Nick Chubb, Josh yeah. Jacobs, DK Metcalf. Okay. Stephon Diggs. You want to try that one instead, then? So how how about I? Uh, I'm gonna enter it with the Ravens, and actually, I'm gonna go with uh, DJ Moore too, so that I could uh, get another pick. So that you can do the Odell Beckham, and we could see. Uh, All right. So we've got like two similar lineups here. For yeah, very all. similar. Yeah, for sure. Uh, who do I want to go with? Do I want to go with Josh Jacobs because he's been catching the ball. Yes, he has been. Uh, Let's go with Josh Jacobs. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I'll do it. Entered. Boom. Three bucks. Yeah. And uh, with my flex position, by picking DJ Moore, it uh, opened up uh, some guys like Mike Davis, David Johnson, Tyler Higby. And I am going to go with David Johnson this week uh, facing the Minnesota Vikings. There so. you go. That's not bad at all. Yeah. So we, I, I went for like the bigger defensive play. Miles went for the bigger uh, receiver play. Uh, and yeah, we'll see how it uh, ends up. I like both of these lineups here. Yeah, I think we've got a solid core there. Again, if you're, you're building your lineups, um, the core I'm the core I'm, core players I'm moving around are Alvin Kamara, um, Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, um, in the running back and the uh, receiver position. Uh, quarterbacks, I'm liking I'm I'm liking Baker Mayfield this week. Um, yep. If you're looking value, uh, Baker Mayfield, even Ryan Fitzpatrick, like we have here, uh-huh. solid picks. If you're looking tight end, <clears throat> again, Gasicki's another <laughs> solid. <laughs> Relax. And Hawkinson as well. Yeah, Gasicki, Hawkinson, if you're looking at uh, those. Um, someone who I've actually had a lot of shares of in DFS this week is uh, Mr. Mo Alley Cox. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Gigantor? Big Mac. Big Mac. Big M-A-C. Yeah. I, I like it. I yeah. like that name, Big Mac. Yeah. All right, we got a got a new nickname here on the Fancy DJs. There we go. We will call Bo Alley Cox Big Mac. 
Yeah. Yeah. So he's um, got that special sauce. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll give him some special sauce. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's gonna do it for us at the Fancy Degens this week. Uh, as always, follow us on social medias at FF Degens. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Check out our website. I'm sorry. I just saw this beautiful run by uh, um, Clems- Clemson star uh, Travis Etienne. Yeah, he's man, he just he, he just ran over all of the um, all of the defenders. He's there. gonna help some fantasy teams next year, depending on where he goes. Yeah, he's looking a lot like Alvin Kamara. Oh, he's he's sick, man. Uh, check out our website ffdgents.com. Uh, like, subscribe, rate, and review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us to. And before I go sign off, is there anything you want to talk about, buddy? I figured uh, I'd, I'd throw it back to you. Oh. Because you always interrupt me and oh. say, well, you know, just, just one That's second. True. That's true. Jeez, um, you're putting so much pressure on me, Matthew. Well, I just figured you already had uh, something. Um, up. What, 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 I mean... I always want to talk about stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean, and we're playing golf tomorrow again. Yeah. We've got another... We're going to miss a, probably a little bit of the games uh, early on. I'm sure. But... They usually have uh, one of the football games on there at the golf course there yeah. for us. So at least when we're when we're waiting to collect our prizes for finishing last place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've exactly. Got something there. But uh, no, I, I don't have much else to say um, other than to just, uh, you know, keep keep listening to us here and um, support us at uh, ffdgens.com at ffdgens on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We post there quite regularly, yep. spe- uh, particularly on Twitter. Um, but yeah, uh, review, like, subscribe to our podcast. Anything you say will help us. If it's bad, we'll fix it. If it's good, thanks, man. We appreciate it. Yeah. Don't be afraid to call us out if we suck. Oh yeah, call us out, please. <laughs> like we know we suck, but I think uh, we just set us, set ourselves up for that one because I can think of a few people who will send us some messages. Guaranteed, just just, just to mess with us. Guaranteed right? of yeah. our like ten listeners, you know, yeah. it's gonna be great. Hey, remember we were saying oh, oh, hey, we only have like two listeners, blah blah. We have like ten now. So. Yeah, so you guys can all go. Hey, look, mom, we made it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I I don't have anything else to say aside from the usual there. So. Um, you unless, know what to do then. Unless you unless you don't have anything else to say, then everyone can stay frosty tonight, and we'll we'll see you on Monday. Let's go then.